Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flexible Dieting Podcast. I am Kevin Brunacini, and I am here with Joe Komzeski and Austin Kiergaard. And today's episode is going to be how to track macronutrients. Um, as in the previous episodes, we have been talking about more of a uh, less mechanical way of how to track. And in this episode, we're going to talk about more of the technical, more information, more informational of how to actually go about concretely tracking macronutrients or just tracking your nutrition. So I'm biased because I have worked with Joe for oh, close to decades. So I know how he starts, but I'll, so therefore I'll throw this to Austin and ask, how do you get clients started in the sense of, uh, whether just the concept of tracking, but what apps, if you use apps, what are what are specific programs you use, both from a client's perspective, but I'd be curious to know also from a clinical, if there's in a hospital setting, if, if there is such a thing, what they may use. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, I'm going to take a step back, but it's relevant, I promise. Um, so first off, I need to, whether it's a, a patient or a client, I like to make sure I know what, where they're at and what they're, where they want to go. I can't direct them if I don't have that information. So, um, if it's a client, I have them fill out a, a pretty in-depth health questionnaire. Uh, so I can figure out, do they know what macros are? Have they tracked before? Do they know, even know what calories are? Um, that allows me to figure out how to speak and figure out like, where do we need to go with this? Um, cause it might take them a little bit longer than others to, to get into tracking. Um, in a clinical setting, I have a patient's medical chart at hand, so I get to kind of see their their background and and potentially their education level already, um, and kind of, you know, see where they've been at in the past. And uh, so with that, now moving forward to your question is, now that I've got this information, we need to figure out their needs, right? Figure out the needs on their goals, their current situation. If it's a uh, if it's a client uh, and they want to lose weight or build muscle. It's, it's designing that. Um, so for listeners and viewers with this, um, we got to figure out how to calculate their, their needs and figure out their macros, how much protein should they be getting, how much carbs, how much fats that takes a little bit more, uh, education than what a lot of places on social media and stuff would lead you to believe there are calculations and calculators you can go and use. Um, but if people want to get like real results using evidence-based practices, then it's better to seek out, you know, a professional that's been doing this for a long time. Um, in a clinical setting, we do this all the time. Uh, I would get a patient that would come in and they, uh, it might be like a diabetes education um, and they have no clue what, what carbs are and carb counting. So I got to figure out their calorie needs. I got to figure out their protein needs, which is a macronutrient. And then I have to go and educate them on how to control diabetes via carb counting, which again is another macronutrient. Uh, so it can be used in a clinical setting. It just depends on the situation uh, with with clients and uh, people listening in today. It, it's really trying to, after you figure out your needs, how do, how do we track? What's the best way? And I don't think there's one best way for anybody. I'm really old school. I love when pen touches paper. So I like writing out everything. To me, it's like a puzzle. I like to see, okay, there's this amount of stuff in this thing and there's this. And I go through the day. Um and Joe and I spent some time around each other. He can attest to this. I'm always taking notes, whether it's on my phone or writing it down. So I like, you know, saving stuff, writing it down on pen and paper. Most of my clients, they'll use tracking apps. Um, they might use like uh, carb tracking, which is an app that also tracks other macronutrients. They might use MyFitnessPal. Um, I know that's their things changed a little bit, but, you know, they still have a great tracking app. So it could be an app. Uh, some people use spreadsheets. You know, they'll put everything in a spreadsheet and they'll do it that way. So 
once we get them to that point, then it's uh, just making sure that they kind of stick with it and follow it and, and get some feedback from them. If their goal is weight loss, it might be checking their weight. And if their weight hasn't changed, making adjustment to their macros. And that's kind of how we try to progress uh, week to week. Uh, so that's kind of where I like to start and where I like to go. And, you know, I'd be curious to hear uh, Joe's perspective on that. Um, well, first of all, uh, everything that Austin just said, I think is perfect. And my evolution here has followed some cultural change, but ironically, I've come back full circle to where I was almost 30 years ago. And that is, I, I used to, this is pre-social media. The internet was just getting started. So I would get cases of food count books, Netzer food count books from Barnes and Noble, and I would give one to each client with some information and tracking material. Uh, and that's what they would do. They would go home and they would look up their foods. And I, I hate to sound like Bill Maher and like everything was so much greater back in the good old days, but uh, it, it was simpler in that people didn't have as many sources of information and there seemed to be definite attention span increases back then where if this was something important to them they would do that flash forward 20 25 years and there's this information singularity where everybody has everything right at their fingertips and so to austin's point it can be so easy to drop that into an app drop down menus and so forth but there's a lot less learning there i find people more resistant to even doing that they think there should just be a method or a process. They push this button and it just happens for them. So for a while, I started trying to take an I'll meet you where you are approach. And hey, we don't need to track food. It's good. We'll just kind of write things down. We'll be general. We'll create some quasi meal plan things visually. And all it led to was a lot of frustration because clients, of course, then were losing the big accuracy and objectivity pieces that we needed on the front side of, of the board. And so now it's a little bit back to that tough love approach, which is you just need to do this. Like if this means something to you, like you, you don't go into a college course and the professor says, here's, here's, here's the syllabus. You know, this is what you do in week one, week two. And you don't say, oh, you know, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it my way. Like you, like you do that, you, you do what's required. And I think that's what people want now from coaches, especially is, Hey, you know, I, I'm here for the accountability as well as the instruction to, to be, be confident and tell me what I need to do. And I'll take those steps. And as soon as people do figure out that first week or two and they see those blocks falling into place, it becomes so much easier. So it's a little bit of a long winded answer from where I started 30 years ago to trying to be a nice guy in the middle of that back to the fact that you, you just have to at least get those big structural foundations built, then it becomes so much easier. You've invested the time and the effort, and now it just totally becomes second nature. I think the best way to to describe the evolution for, for all of us, I'm sure, is convenience is the commodity. There's, of course, limitations to what convenience can bring. You know, I love apps much as like anyone else for that convenience, but there's a lot of well, there can be a lot of cons associated with that, and not only for the the client themselves, but from the client clinician experience. Because if if there's not malicious uh, dishonesty when it comes to them tracking, but there's still some discrepancy, and that's where we have to troubleshoot. And that's a that's a episode in of itself talking about that. But that's 
that's I mean, that it is our role though to have to come through those things but um we can't deny that convenience is is helpful and therefore you know echo once again patient preference client preferences you know meet them where they are because that's what's going to be that's what's going to be most helpful to get them started and then scaffold their skill set from there wherever that may be especially on the continuum of where tracking is but there is obviously a continuum and building up from there but um there's nothing much i can add to say that i'm do it any differently um it just depends on where the client is but sometimes it's a matter of not tracking at all just get their feet wet with something even just being mindful can have some payout but there needs to be understanding and expectation there still ultimately needs to have some type of objectivity for accuracy's sake not that you can't have success without it but you know as the old saying is there's I can save money without a budget, but having a budget certainly helps get helps me get there quicker and probably more accurately and uh, probably fiscally better. But nonetheless, um, to to take it a little bit further, I'm going to cycle back to you, Austin. Is for those that have been tracking uh, and will imply they've been successful, or perhaps not, but just they've been tracking for some time. How do you elicit elicit some type of flexibility within the context of continued tracking. How do you help them to understand that there's value in some flexibility at times? Yeah, I want to make sure I just, so how 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 do I approach a client they've been tracking and they're still kind of confused on on why they're tracking? Is that kind of what you're saying? Not necessarily. I'm adding in my own nuance, but for those that have just been tracking chronically and whether they want to continue with it or not, in this case, well, they are, but it's there's also Ivan Evan there's advantage to to taking a meal off or a day off to track and still not lose progress and help them understand that. But gotcha. how do you how do you help them to understand the value and benefit of taking those days or a day to be flexible with tracking? Yeah. Um it's kind of looking at the like the duration of how long they've been tracking. Um I have clients they've been tracking for years. Um but there's life situations, right? They might be going to an all-inclusive resort or they might be um, having a wedding coming up or something that's very important to them. So it's kind of keeping keeping their goals in mind, putting things in perspective. Um, I'm, uh, I frustrate a lot of people because I live in a gray world. So I don't believe of just like, hey, like when we say go be flexible because you're going to be at a wedding, I'm not saying go drink 12 beers and eat cheesecake. Um, I'm saying, can you, you know, have some beer, have a piece of cheesecake, maybe exercise before you go to the wedding, go dance, go move around, go have fun, you know, still, still implement things that you enjoy, but be smart about what you do. And then you also have to, I tell my clients, you have to have an internal conversation with yourself because the, the psychology of this is multiple episodes in itself. Um, you know, how are you with tracking? If you're someone that's just very like rigid and you love tracking and you're scared that if you go off, you're going to ruin everything and it's going to mess with you psychologically, then you have to have an internal conversation. Is this worth, is your risk and reward worth it? If it is, because this is a social thing and you want to be present, totally fine. Let's talk about ways to modify it. Again, maybe having a couple beers and a piece of cheesecake, exercising the morning of the wedding and going dancing and being active afterwards. And then understanding that, it might not be beneficial to weigh yourself or check your weight for a few days until after your body has maybe normalized through that. Uh, because otherwise, if you get on the scale the next day, you might be very disappointed and then that can spiral into a whole host of problems. So 
I have a big conversation with them and I actually ask them to repeat that to me. So I know that they're listening to it. Like, so if I say, Joe, if you're really wanting to do this, you've lost 50 pounds, but you're going to be on a cruise for a week. Here's what we can try to do. And then when you get back, here's what we can also do. Joe, what, what is your plan when you're there for a week? What are you going to do? Tell me exactly what your approach is to the situation. When you get presented with X, Y, and Z, how are you going to handle that? Then when we get back, what are you going to do? just to make sure that they have listened and also so that they can control their outcomes because this is a collaborative thing. A coach and client relationship is a collaborative thing. You might pay to work with a coach, but again, you're paying that coach. That coach needs to listen to you and your situation. So um, to tie this all back, I have people that track for a long time. They're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I had to commute back and forth to, to Sioux City, Iowa, which is about an hour and 10 minutes for me. And I'd get home at 10 o'clock at night sometimes. And the last thing I want to do is write down all of my food. But I've done this long enough. I kind of have an idea of what's close. So I will do that. But I've accepted that fact. You know, I'm not trying to train for anything specific right now. So to put the real life concept to it, that's where where I'm at with it. Yeah, that's a, I love the, I appreciate the teach back method. I'll, uh, I do that quite often as well. But uh, Joe, any, any, any thoughts that can fill in the cracks at all? Because that really encapsulates everything because of the, the wedding metaphor, I wanted to tell Austin that I, I actually golfed 18 holes and did a leg workout the morning of my own wedding. So I, I'm with you on that one. You gotta, gotta get the movement in to, to earn that dessert. Um, I, I would just say to, to sum this up and, and give it back to you, Kevin, you know, with clients getting started, especially the ones who that just either have some resistance, it, it, it sometimes is better as you guys both reiterated to start with something they're familiar with. So I'm not anti-meal plan. We can engineer a meal plan, a sample meal plan. Here, here are the macronutrient profiles and calorie energy needs I'm suggesting for you. You tell me the foods you like, tell me what your schedule is. Let's create this meal plan together. Now here's a sample day. Day one, they may follow that to the nth degree and say, wow, that actually worked. And then day two, oh, wait a second, I've got a meeting. I can't eat that. And then all of a sudden you get this teachable moment. Well, hey, all we have to do is do this. Pretty soon something they they just thought they could not do, they just did. And so they realize it wasn't that big of a leap, but it's great coaching to take them by the hand and walk through those steps with them. There we have it, folks. You know, in wrapping, the technicalities of tracking is a big continuum in of itself. It has multiple layers and, and skill scaffolding over time, depending on where where the client is at. And it's ultimately up to the coaches to meet a client where they are, but that is the true enjoyment of, of the relationship. It is a partnership. And um, when that is, is when that's well understood and established and expected, then it can only go up in terms of, of the work, but also the, the success that one will have through that collaboration. But um, we went to, we covered a lot in that, in the spec, in the spectrum of just tracking, but um We'll be sure to continue to hammer this concept in of itself further, but um, continue to listen to us on the next episode of the Flexible Dieting Podcast. 